listening to the Lifted Life Podcast. We've created the show to help you live a lifted life. Hey everyone and welcome back. It's episode 114 of the Lifted Life Podcast and today we are going to set you free with this one simple phrase. Nothing to hide and nothing to prove. It's probably one of my favorite mantras I got from one of my, from my advisor like <laughs> that's all i could think of was advisor my mentor someday we'll go um, through the podcast and we'll get all the clips of you men- getting ready to mention jesse and then mix it up and mix up all the pauses of you trying to decide what to call him that's so funny we did talk about mentors and then mm-hmm. i would sound like the mentor and that the got mentor. weird yeah we do we both love this one for sure first of all kind of a side note about that <clears throat> i don't study any of Jesse's work, even though I like a lot of what he does. I kind of mm-hmm. like the idea of we have our own people. Mm-hmm. I feel like when we both study exactly the same thing, it just kind of gets old. But instead you, you go towards teachers and mentors who delight you in their own mm-hmm. way. And I kind of have my own people. And I just think that's kind of cool. If what's well, resonance, right? So I, I resonate with what the way he presents his information and it means something to me, but it means something totally different to you. Right. And I think that together we have our own resonance sure. and hopefully the people who are listening like it. Sure. <laughs> we bring our own flavor. That's something that we were talking about um, this week was holding a bunch of different contradictions in your mind. And this one, another thing I got through Jesse, but it was through another guy from do- named Dr. Jack Charles Aloka. And he was talking about something that I think actually he was credited to Einstein maybe but being able to hold as many contradictions in your mind as possible on a certain subject. Yeah. I think that's Mm -hmm. been huge for me in the realm Mm -hmm. of healing mind, body, spirit. Mm -hmm. I'll find a leader or teacher who is so wicked smart and I believe what they're saying. I trust Mm -hmm. them, but then they'll say something that is against something else that I also believe. Mm -hmm. And then I'm trying to figure out, well, can I like this person and follow their work? Mm -hmm. Even if I don't agree with every single thing they say, that's the beauty of it is you hold the things that are, that resonate with you. And then you look at the things that don't and you find where you align between the two. Yeah. I just, for some reason I get a little bit black and white sometimes with, well, if they don't believe this, Mm -hmm. I'll give an example to make it more concrete. I recently have been exploring the works of the medical medium who shares about a lot of things. And one of them is the power of celery juice. And he doesn't consider it a dietary like um, supplement. It's a medicinal drink that he encourages you to drink every morning and you juice celery. And it has all these wildly healing capabilities. And I have decided to partake in this and I'm feeling good. I'm enjoying it. But as I read his books, I realized he doesn't really care or say anything about probiotics. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm like, well, I know that my panic attacks and severe anxiety stopped when I started, when I truly healed my gut, Mm -hmm. when I had been on probiotics for a while and I had shifted my digestive uh, well-being. It was a clear connection to my mental health for me mm-hmm. and for so many of our customers. And so I thought, well, can I still drink the celery juice? <laughs> yes. But can I still lean into his works if he discounts the power of probiotics? And so that was a very clear um, example of that for me. 
but I believe we, we all have our own unique signature, our own unique field. And that's why you need those contradictions. That's why you need different things to figure out how to really tune in to you and what you need. Mm-hmm. And what you needed was a little bit of the celery juice, a little bit of the probiotic. You need a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. And together, that's your perfect harmonic. Yeah. And I think that's leads perfectly into nothing to hide, nothing mm-hmm. to prove. Is that this idea that I'm not here to pretend I'm something I'm not. I'm not going to hide my truth. But I'm also not here to convince you of it. Mm-hmm. And yet, here we are in a podcast where in some way mm-hmm. sharing what we've experienced. So it's not that we're trying to convince you to, to do what we're doing. I think it's more about here's what's worked for us. Here are some perspectives that have worked for us. Maybe they can work for you. And the interesting thing is, is I'm very triggered by people telling me what to do. Yeah. Uh, you might've noticed that about me. That's why I'm smiling. Sweetie love. Yep. I don't want a boss. <laughs> I don't want anybody to tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. That's my work. Yeah. <laughs> and within this year of 2020, there have been a lot of people who mm-hmm. have thought they know better than me what's best for me. I don't like it. Yeah. Because I, I spend so much time and so much energy connecting to my truth of what's best for me that the idea of someone else trying to tell me what that truth is is very irritating to me. But here's what I'm really learning somewhere in that deep knowing, I also have a tendency to think I know what's best for other people. Yeah. And so I know that this year is here to teach me that if I truly want to be free, then I can let others have their own experience. Mm-hmm. And another thing is huge is this idea of nothing to hide. I'll give another example. I'm looking for a natural vet for our dog. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to say you should find a natural vet for your dog. I just know my truth about what's happened in my dog's history. And so this idea of I'm not going to pretend like I um I'm not looking for a natural vet for my dog, but I'm also not going to try to convince you or prove to you that you should Mm -hmm. or why I am. Mm -hmm. So this idea of nothing to hide and nothing to prove to me feels like the ultimate freedom of feeling better and giving yourself permission to be who you really are. You don't have to convince anyone of anything. You don't have to prove anything. You can just be really cool with exactly what feels right. For you a uh, concrete example for me was this week we did a challenge inside the uh, lifted life group doing a movement challenge and one of the things i wanted to do is get back to walking in the morning i used to walk every morning and i kind of stopped doing that so i was getting back to that and while i walk i try to anytime that i can catch myself like where are you are you the past now or future where are you just come back to the now and i kept catching myself going to the future, having these, um, conversations with myself or, or what might happen with other people. And I kept feeling like I was getting labeled because I strongly believe in certain things that work for me. And I said, I reject your labels. I reject being labeled. I'm reject your interpretation of what you make or your misunderstanding of me. Yeah. I reject all of those and you're free to do whatever you want, but I'm me, I'm Tim Hall and that's it. And I don't accept any labels. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm not um, whatever. Yeah, just pick pick anything. I'm not that. I'm not that. I'm just not. <laughs> like, yeah, I may have tendencies 
to lean certain ways and I okay. might resonate with certain things, but I'm not any of those things. I've got the perfect example because people mm-hmm. are like, Why, what are you going off on? Yeah. So within the realm of social media, especially in the natural health realm, mm-hmm. we've experienced a lot of censorship within yeah. Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. And so we've looked to other platforms. Mm-hmm. And one of those other platforms is Parler. Yeah. And yet I've seen people say, oh, so many of these people going over to this Nazi Parler. Yeah. And like, oh, like my heart just like, how could you say that? You yeah. don't know me. You don't know why I would leave this platform. Like to constantly be creating the deepest, most meaningful content of your heart and to not see it be shown to the people that have mm-hmm. asked to stay connected to you is mm-hmm. really, really frustrating. Mm-hmm. And so like this idea of you don't know me, yeah. <laughs> you don't know me, um, and you don't get to label me. You don't get to decide what that means for me, except for they do. And they can, and I can choose not to care. So that's what, how we circle back to the topic is I have nothing to hide and I have nothing to prove. What I share is my experiences. It's how I've made things work for me. Mm -hmm. You resonate with it or you don't. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's no hard feelings. If you don't, it's fine. And if you do, I have more to share if you're interested. I think it's about becoming more and more comfortable with people getting you all wrong. Yeah. Like if you're truly comfortable with someone judging you or labeling you and you can still keep peace in your body Mm -hmm. and still keep peace of mind, like who's really winning there? Yeah. Um, back to this idea, I just feel like nothing to hide, nothing to prove. It's like a a, a mantra, like you said, that you learn from Jesse Elder. Mm -hmm. And I do believe there's so much power in just practicing this thought. If you find yourself continually feeling like you need to defend an argument, you need to prove or convince is another great word. If you feel like you need to convince others of something, this mantra, nothing to hide and nothing to prove is something you can practice to bring you back to your center. And then from that place, like if it costs you your inner peace, it's too expensive. Kind of another question to make you, to help you get aligned with how do I want to show up in this moment? And like you said, it's not the future moment we need to worry about, not the past moment that we no longer have within our reach. It's in this moment. Is there something I need to do? Here's another example. Mm -hmm. Right before we recorded this podcast, um, I wanted to meditate. And what I really want to do is meditate outside. Because the sun was out, it felt warm. I thought this is something different. I've never done to sit on our front porch and meditated, 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 <laughs> meditated. I've never done that on the front porch at around noon. <laughs> I went, went out to do that and I had an excuse to come in because the dogs are barking and I need to check on you. The truth was I was uncomfortable because I thought, what if people drive by? What if someone walks their dog and they see this drunk bum <laughs> sitting on the front porch? This dude sitting on his front porch. Um, with a hood over his head. Yeah. Looks like he's sleeping. And I thought, this is silly. I have nothing to hide and I have nothing to prove. And yes, I can be judged, but that means nothing to me. So I went back out. And yes, I heard cars drive by. Yes, I heard people walking their dog. I heard people talking. Mm -hmm. But I didn't care because this is what I really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And when I got done, I felt really good and felt authentic. Good. Good. Good for Mm -hmm. you. I actually have a question, but before I ask it... um, I'm going to do a quick break to thank our sponsor this week, and then we'll get right back to the show. So this week is brought to you by Mood Boosting Probiotic, who recently had a review written, and I loved it because it's about dogs, and I'm all about that dog life these days. Here's what it said. My veterinarian suggested this for my Boston Terrier, who has had intestinal problems. I sprinkle it on his food once per day, and he seems to to be doing better. 
So pretty cool that we got a specific breed mention. And also on that specific product, we've had other customers take other of our products for their dogs as well. Mm-hmm. Um, every time I talk to someone about dog specific probiotics, I love to read that label and see what's different. There's usually not too many differences between which strains are best for humans and dogs. So we do give our dogs our own probiotics. I think we put it like in the... Like we, a little pill pouch pill to make pouch, it a fun, yeah. but I've opened it and sprinkled too. It's kind of the thing about it. When you open the capsule, air does hit the powder and the bacteria does start to die. So if your dog's a fast eater, it's no problem. But if it sits there all day, it may not be as effective. Mm-hmm. Just something to keep in mind. On that note, when we tell people, hey, if you're new to probiotics, go slow, open the capsule, sprinkle some into it, and then close it. As soon as you close that capsule back up, it, the probiotic bacteria is protected. So we're not saying waste a whole capsule and only take a little. That first capsule for your first week may last you the whole week mm-hmm. if you're going super slow. And if you're sensitive at all, we highly recommend it. Why? What's the rush? There's no medal for first place in the game of probiotics. Going slow gives your bacteria, your gut time to get used to that good bacteria. So back to the show. Nothing to hide, nothing to prove yet. Why do we feel so often like we need to hide something or prove something? Mm-hmm. Go. Why do we? Well, I guess the reason to hide is you don't want to be judged or you don't want to have to explain yourself why you're doing something. And then the reason you want to prove something is you can justify why you, why you hid that thing from someone and it wasn't <laughs> a good idea to hide it. That's funny. Yeah, I think so. I think the idea of having to explain yourself. I think we have a lot of people in this world who, myself included at some points in my journey, feel like I have to explain myself. Well, here's why I'm doing this. You used to take off work back when you worked at a J-O-B. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Vaguely. We're celebrating a year together. Mm-hmm. It's been a weird year. We had a few months of normal normalcy normalcy of you quitting kids went to school we worked during the day we picked them up and then we partied all together Mm -hmm. now we just party all day all of us (laughs) together all the time um what was i saying sweetie well what i was gonna say about what you said (laughs) was i do feel like i need to prove or for a while i felt like i needed to prove people to people it was a good idea for you to quit to quit a director of engineering job that paid very well. Most people said that wasn't a good idea. <laughs> to quit and then go run a business with you. Not with, it wasn't good to run a business with you, but. <laughs> no, I, some people even said yeah, that. People though. were like, why would you go work with your wife? That's Ooh, crazy. I'm that like, doesn't sound like a good idea. That was the best idea I could think of. And it's worked out yeah. very well, but I felt like I needed to prove to them that this was a good idea. <laughs> yeah. And I remember though, Back when you did work there, mm-hmm. I remember what I was saying. You would t- put him for a day off and it would be something kind of important. I'd be like, oh, did you tell him it was for this? And you'd be like, no, it's another business. Yeah. I'd be like, oh, but it's a really good reason to mm-hmm. take off work. You should tell them. And kind of that open bit book mentality where I would overshare this and that because I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I'm not a private person, but what was the reasoning behind oversharing? Like, I felt mm-hmm. like I needed to justify yeah. whatever I was doing. And I think that there's a level of ownership that you experience when you live into this mantra, nothing to hide and nothing to prove. A level of ownership of they can think what they want about me, but I know my truth. And I feel like my answer to the question, why do we feel like we have to hide something? Why do we feel like we need to prove something? Is because we don't fully trust ourselves. So we're looking for justification or validation, validation yeah. from an outside source. Hey, this is what I'm going to do. Do you, you think, do you think that's a good idea? Do you think that's right? Do you, are you proud of me? <laughs> and, and so if instead we 
fully trusted ourself and our connection to God or source and that knowing of what's best for us. I think when we do that, we can more fully lean into this idea that there's nothing for me to hide and there's nothing for me to prove to you. It's Mm -hmm. between me and my maker. Mm -hmm. That's a, a true level of like confidence. And back to this idea that if you can lean into this mantra, like it's so much freedom. And -hmm. I think freedom and self-confidence and self-trust all dance together in this beautiful way. Why wouldn't you share with them? Like I realize I overshare or I used to even more so as a justification and validation of what I'm doing is the right thing or matters. But why wouldn't you share? I don't recall. I recall what you told me about it. Wait. I don't recall um, saying this other business, but that's that, what you that, used to that, say. That, that sounds like something I would say, but I don't that. recall saying that. <laughs> what? It's because it's none of their business. That's exactly what you said. No, that sounds like something I would say. I just don't recall saying it. Oh um, <laughs> I think I was seeking uh, my own freedom. Like I want, I want to feel free. I want to make my own choices. And I don't want to be rejected and then say, that's not a good reason to take off or, or maybe something like that. I actually don't recall. So but. a fear of no validation. So like I was looking for validation, so I would explain it and over explain it. Mm. And you would be like, they're not going to validate this. So I'm not even going to tell them. Maybe. Maybe. Not yeah. uh, not every time, but just on some level. But, but definitely towards the end, that's what I was seeking was my own freedom. You know, like the five freedoms I always talk about but being free to make my own decisions, my own choice. And I didn't feel like I needed to explain. I had the time I could take off. I didn't need to explain. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't either. What did I say? Because it's none of their business. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, that was exactly what I was going to say. Because it's none of their business. It's funny. All right. I think I have one more thing, big thing to share. And then if you have any really big ideas too, Uh put a bow on this puppy. Well, I do have a concern. Okay. Uh, we're now taking concerns, Tim. Well, I've um, intentionally not wore a watch for a long period of time. Okay. Because I felt controlled by my watch and by time, and I don't believe in time. So I stopped wearing my watch. You don't have just any old watch like I do either. Yeah. FYI, you have one that alerts you to phone calls and texts. So People that's not... that don't know me, I'm a big Apple fanboy. I've had every <laughs> iPhone, every Apple product, probably almost pretty every. Much. Pretty much. <laughs> Won't be buying the new headphones, but the new big headphones they have. I won't buy those. Not but your style. Anyway, I haven't worn a watch for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. Right before we recorded, I was getting dressed, getting ready, and I put my watch on. Okay. And it threw me off. That's partially why I had a hard time getting started because I pulled my sleeves up and there was a watch on my wrist. And it freaked me out. Sweetie, what is the concern? Do you need help with this problem? I wonder who put that watch on my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> what? So you took the watch off to experience more time freedom. Yeah. Because a lot of our day is pretty open and flowy mm-hmm. and you were creating your own restrictions and you probably put the watch back on because you were an autopilot. Yeah. So that's the answer. Yeah. Get back in the present moment. That's right. I do things on autopilot. Who am I kidding? Okay. The last thing I want to share, the mm-hmm. whole reason we decided to do this show is because I was having a session yesterday with someone in regard to physical and emotional health because the best leaders know you get help when you need it. Mm -hmm. I was looking for an outside perspective on some things and I'm not going to give the whole thing away. feels kind of private and personal, but there was this moment where my practitioner asked me, she said, 
does it feel like you are what was it worth it yeah does it feel worth it does it feel like no not it do you feel like you are worthy was that it why am i struggling with this i wasn't there i, I know you weren't speaking. okay so does it feel like you are worthy let's just go with that and the initial strong answer that came to my mind was yes it was so strong it was the strongest yes are you kidding me i do all this work and then there was this small still voice that came behind it and it said but you got to prove it hmm. and it was this crushing feeling of it's so true on some level even though i know and believe that we are all worthy and born worthy mm-hmm. there's some ingrained thought still that lingers of but you got to prove it and that's when i started to play around with this idea of i don't have to prove anything there's nothing to prove and that's when we came back to this mm-hmm. mantra of nothing to hide and nothing to prove and it started to feel really light and good to practice that um totally worthy and worth it can't remember the phrase of the question that didn't matter what was strong was the answer yes and then that quiet but you got to prove it and i consider that thought like some people don't like this term a limiting belief or Mm -hmm. subconscious programming that's somewhere even though i've done all this healing work i'm bringing forth ideas and beliefs somewhere there's still this but you got to prove it going on Mm -hmm. blocking me from the flow of goodness that i'm here to experience And so I felt a real release when I brought attention to that and awareness Mm -hmm. to it and said, that's not what I believe though. And so I'm going to practice intentionally um, thinking that and knowing that there's nothing for me to prove and that I am totally worth it and worthy exactly the way I am, as are you. To me, that's the ultimate lie and deception is that you're not worthy, Mm -hmm. that you have something to prove. It's a form of control this idea that you have to do all these things. And one day, if you do them all just right, you'll be worthy. Then you you feel good or you can have what you want. That's the ultimate deception that we're we're just not made that way. Or I'm not. I can only speak from my own perspective, but I don't see life that way. Right. I don't think that's true. In any moment that I feel like I need to wait to receive something, to feel something, I just stop myself and say, that's not true. It's yeah. not useful. Well, I think that the, but you got to prove it yeah. keeps us tuck, stuck in as a time slave or mm-hmm. an energy slave yeah. or a, a depression slave. Basically the, the worker of our mind instead of the literal controller or captain of mm-hmm. our own mind. Like I think that bringing awareness to a thought like that, maybe yours is a little bit different. It can mm-hmm. really set you free. And it's just an idea that even when you've done a lot of thought work and a lot of emotional work, there still sometimes can be a hidden thought that can catch you off guard. So I invite you to ask yourself, say, self, do I feel worthy? And see what answers come up. And don't judge yourself for those answers because Mm -hmm. there's simply indicators of potential growth or healing that can help you. Remember, you have nothing to hide and nothing to prove. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week on the Lift of Life podcast.